Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. You're fully accredited now. The state green lights a plan to get mobile sports betting up and running quickly in Maryland. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Hurricane Fiona headed toward Bermuda this morning, but not expected to make a direct hit. It was a down day on Wall Street. The Dow was off 107, NASDAQ down 153, Asian stocks lower this Friday morning. Good morning, it's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Russia calls them referendums voting in parts of Ukraine controlled by pro-Russian separatists with a very specific goal, according to John Kirby of the White House National Security Council. They're designed, they're, they're preordained uh, to allow Mr. Putin to say, look, this is Russian territory. And now Ukrainian attacks are on, Ru- on the motherland, not on Ukrainian territory, which is, of course, not true. He was interviewed by the BBC. The preferred U.S. term for the Russia referendum votes, sham. Also overseas, the death of a young woman in the custody of Iran's morality police, causing growing protests and clashes there. More than two dozen fatalities now reported by Iranian state television. With more, the BBC's GR Goal. Many women in this small Kurdish town in Western Iran removed their headscarf and shouted, Women, Life, Freedom. That slogan replicated across the country, echoing in every corner of the country. And we see in the past few days, like wildfire spreading everywhere. A lot of adverse weather in the Atlantic just about now, either posing real danger soon or a bit down the line. Hurricane Fiona remains Category 4. It has done very serious damage to Puerto Rico. President Biden promising quick big aid as Fiona now threatens Bermuda and East Eastern Canada later. As for what could be next, weather channel meteorologist Chris Warren. Eyes on the Caribbean. There's an area of disturbed weather, an investigation area. The National Hurricane Center giving this area of disturbed weather a high chance of development into a depression or a tropical storm in the next couple of days, the next day or two, really. And it could form here and strengthen in a big way in the Caribbean. So you need to pay attention from the Gulf, Gulf Coast to the East Coast. We've been watching a renewed trend of so-called swatting incidents from Minnesota to California. These are fake police reports causing robocalls and first responses to phony mass shooting events. In Louisiana... Authorities say no active shooter incidents have happened. Louisiana isn't alone as 10 other states reported similar activity this week. Welsh Police Chief Marcus Crochet explained his department was warned about the calls being made and sent out officers to the town's two schools just to be safe. KLFY-TV's Alfred Jones, a courtroom development about abortion. A week after Indiana's abortion ban took effect, it's now on pause. Abortion clinic operators say the ban violates the state constitution, finding that there's reasonable likelihood that that could be the case. Owen County Judge Kelsey Hanlon has issued a preliminary injunction. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Running into a time deadline, Alabama stopped the planned execution Thursday night. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Hey, it's Luke Garrett from the DMV Download Podcast. On our latest episode, we talk about why Friday Night Lights are going to look a little different in Montgomery County this week after a high school football game broke out into a brawl in Gaithersburg. We look into the security changes at play and what consequences the teams are facing. Join Megan Cloherty and me on the DMV Download Podcast from WTOP News. Tune in on your drive home or while you're cooking dinner. Find us wherever you listen. 
WTOP at 4.03. Good Friday morning, September 23rd, 2022. Sunny, breezy, much cooler today. High reaching the 60s. We're at 57 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your Friday morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you. New this Friday morning on WTOP. A person is reported dead this morning after being found in an overturned car locally in Northeast D.C. The single car crash happened just after midnight this morning in the southbound lane of I-295 near Burroughs Avenue. Police in D.C. say there was only one person inside that vehicle pronounced dead on scene. Police also say there were bullet holes in the side of the car. They're working this morning to determine the person's cause of death. To the Hill down, congressional efforts to avoid a government shutdown are getting more complicated these days with growing opposition to a deal involving a key senator. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller this Friday morning. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin has had an agreement with Democratic leadership that his energy bill, which also fast-tracks a pipeline in his state, will be voted on. But Republicans oppose it. And Virginia Democratic Senator Tim Kaine, who supports most of the legislation, now says he opposes the pipeline provision. That could make things tricky, since if it's tacked onto a short-term spending bill to avoid a shutdown, it might not pass. Still, Kaine believes the matter will be worked out before the October 1st deadline. Line. The White House will not allow it. Senator Schumer won't allow it. Speaker Pelosi will not allow it. We're not going to shut down government over a pipeline project. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. New on WTOP Friday morning, 89% of Virginia schools earned full accreditation for the 2022-23 school year, down just 3% from the 2019-2020 school year when the COVID pandemic actually began. Such a small drop you may think sounds like a good thing this morning, but State Superintendent Jillian Ballow says it is actually not such a good thing. In a statement this week, Ballow says the ratings call into question the effectiveness of the state's accreditation standards because overall students, she says, are doing significantly worse on standards of learning tests in reading, math, and science now compared to three years ago. WTOP at 4.06 issues of transportation this Friday morning Metro says it is committed to returning to service more of those troubled 7000 series rail cars but it still does not know what caused the wheel set issues that sidelined much of its fleet in the first place. We may never know why wheels on rail cars were drifting too far apart. The problem is complex and there's no obvious root cause at this time. And so the investigation, there's a real risk that we might not find a root cause. But Metro Deputy Chief Safety Officer Jamie Johnson says no non-conforming wheels have been identified during what he calls their robust inspections. Meanwhile, Metro leaders authorized negotiations for a sale of up to 40 acres at the Greenbelt Metro Station if the site is selected for a new FBI headquarters. Board member Matt Letourneau. And I'll emphasize, should that site be selected, this is not an indication that the site has been selected. John Aaron WTOP News. Now that sports wagering locally is legal in the state of Maryland, there's a big appetite for mobile betting. The people in charge of approving the licenses have apparently come up with a way to speed things along. We all know that, that the public is clamoring to get sports betting. We get comments about why hasn't it launched yet every day. Well, they're going to have to wait until at least next month. The deadline for mobile sportsbook license applications is October 21st. The commission that awards the licenses has agreed to award them on a rolling basis, as long as they don't exceed the limit of 60. James Nielsen with the Maryland Lottery and Gaming Control Agency. If we don't get 60 applications, anyone that submits 
a timely and acceptable application may be awarded a license. Applicants already licensed for in-person betting could move along more quickly in the process than an applicant starting from scratch, preventing a bottleneck. One applicant could hold up the entire industry from starting. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP Data News. is at the core of your mission. It's the fundamental building block of every process, procedure, and protocol across your agency. And when it's exposed, lost, or stolen, your mission is at risk. In today's world, when your data can be accessed from anywhere, shouldn't your security be everywhere? Learn how Netscope helps federal customers keep data secure from the data center to the battlefield, on-prem or in the cloud at Netscope.com. Netscope, security that's ready for anything. Good Friday morning, September 23rd, 2022. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 4.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks... Good Friday morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Not so much on the Capitol Bellway, Dino. We will start there in Virginia, south of I-66, trying to get toward the Springfield Interchange. Two crashes, one near Route 50, Arlington Boulevard, is blocking the left side. But the bigger one, after Gallows Road, before the Little River Turnpike, has all southbound lanes stopped, or all out-of-loop main lanes stopped. And everyone is being diverted at exit 51. It's a slow ride as you get a lot of small cars and a lot of big trucks trying to get all onto that one ramp that takes you on to exit 51. No estimate as to when we're going to get the three open, hopefully soon. But again, as we get closer and closer to when folks are going to work at about 5 o'clock, this could be an issue. So you want to keep this in your back pocket. And if this is your normal route of travel, plan accordingly. The rest of the Beltway is just chock-a-block with interloop work zones. One after the Eisenhower Avenue connector, exit 173, and that is going to be over on the left side. Should be two right lanes getting you by. Then through Tyson's, the work after 123, two to the left get by there. And then after Georgetown Pike, and this is all the way to the Legion Bridge. That's also two left lanes to make your transition from Virginia into Maryland. We will stick with Virginia, though. 66, the work zones, chock-a-block on 66 between Haymarket and the and the Capitol Beltway, mainly between the Beltway and about the Fairfax County Parkway. As you make your way westbound, it's going to be single file to the left before and after Nutley Street, and then again down to a single lane after Fair Oaks. Eastbounders, you're going to be uh, two to the left after Centerville, Fairfax County Parkway, or after Gainesville, I should say, and then the work zone near Centerville, that's single left to get by. And in the district, ongoing crash investigation, DC 295 southbound, everyone's still being diverted at Burroughs Avenue. If your normal route of travel from Chevrolet takes you down DC 295, you're going to want a plan B this morning. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Feeling like fall out there. Temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s for your Friday morning. Friday afternoon, sunshine, rather breezy. High temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. On Saturday, going for uh, morning lows in the 40s, so definitely a chill start to your Saturday, but highs in the afternoon are around 74. Sunday, a high of 82 with afternoon showers and storms. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. You're waking up to 57 degrees at the wharf in D.C., as well at Oxon Hill, 55 in Sterling. We're at 57 and holding at our nation's capital, 4 a.m. hour, Friday morning, September 23rd. Welcome in. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. The Invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis, 24-7, 365. 
Washington's Top News, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The latest in just moments on WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Here's Matt Mandrock, the head of U.S. public sector at Zoom on Workplace Reimagined, sponsored by Zoom. Employees now are demanding autonomy, flexibility, and most important, the need for technology to support the way of working. The government is needing to meet these fast-changing demands, and it's essential for a virtual experience to be as good as, if not better, than an in-person experience. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zoom. Across the virtual halls of government, federal employees trust Zoom for government communications and collaboration and to engage with the public in serving their mission. Zoom for Government with ATOs across the federal spectrum is U.S.-based, using the AWS GovCloud and two co-located data centers. Zoom has authorizations and attestations with FedRAMP, DOD's Impact Level Classification, FIPS 140 Cryptography, and supports over 300 NIST controls. Learn more at karasoft.com slash Zoom. This is WTOP News. To Ukraine this morning, the U.S. making its case to the U.N. this week, the Security Council, for why Russia should face further censure and isolation over the Ukraine invasion. Meantime, Ukraine and Russia have this week completed a prisoner swap after months of negotiations. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with details on that swap. This was a swap that sent essentially more than 200 Ukrainians home and also gave Vladimir Putin one of his principal allies back, Viktor Medvedchuk, one of the most prominent people. He was released, one of the most prominent people in in Putin's circle. He was released, and he had acted as the Kremlin's primary agent of influence in Ukraine for many years. And when he ended up in Ukrainian custody, Putin was very angry about that. And so they finally arranged this swap. A lot of the troops that had been uh, caught in the Azovstal steel plant down in Mariupol, Uh, and spent a long time now down there were released back into Ukrainian custody. Shifting now to the speech at the UN from President Biden and to Vladimir Putin's announcement that he would be mobilizing more troops to Ukraine. What has been the reaction to all of this? I spoke with Pentagon spokesman General Pat Ryder, and he said our focus continues to remain on supporting Ukraine with security assistance as they defend their country. And, you know, he said Putin talked about threats to Russia, but the only country he said that's being threatened is Ukraine. And, you know, I talked to some other sources as well, and they talked about Putin's threat, the nuclear threat. Well, the thing about this is that there are two types of things here. There is a possible nuclear, uh, full-blown, traditional nuclear ICBM-type threat or a tactical nuclear threat. And the difference is a full-blown nuclear traditional attack would be very harmful, very difficult for anybody to deal with. Uh, And the tactical attack would be very localized. But either way, according to the sources I've spoken to, throwing that out there escalates this to a new level. And the U.S. military is very much aware of that, and they're very much prepared to do whatever is necessary to meet the threat, to help, rather, Ukraine meet this threat. J.J., you know, talking about possibly using nuclear weapons is so big. It crosses such a red line. Is there real fear at the Pentagon that Putin would actually do it? No, they don't think that he would do it just based on the folks that I spoke to. And and again, that whole piece about whether it's a tactical nuclear weapon or a real full-scale nuclear weapon, you know, that's kind of the thinking. And this has been out there for a while. I've spoken to people from other governments about this. There is a strong possibility that 
the Russian government might detonate a tactical nuke somewhere like the Black Sea or some some desolate place where there no where nobody is. Just to say we did this, and, and if you keep pushing us, we're going to do something bigger. And the whole thing is they just don't want to incur the kind of collateral damage to themselves that they would incur by using a nuclear weapon. So the Pentagon doesn't think, to my knowledge, they will do this. But the other part of the problem, again, is that they've escalated this situation by, again, introducing the, the possibility of using nuclear weapons. So the, the Pentagon and every other military agency or an organization in the world has to take this seriously and watch very carefully what Russia is doing here. With the latest on the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP's own national security correspondent J.J. Green in a conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Thursday night football was a clunker at multiple levels. Virginia Tech fell hard to West Virginia, 33 to 10, a game in which the Hokies had more penalties, 15 then points or even first downs and fall to two and two. NFL Week 3 opened with the Cleveland Browns 29-17 win over the rival Pittsburgh Steelers to move into first place in the AFC North. But Steelers rookie George Pickens had the catch of the year in defeat. The Washington Commanders have a heck of a challenge when they host Jalen Hurts in the top-ranked Philadelphia Eagles offense. But Dave Preston says in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. So the Philly defense is nothing special and after two weeks you look at the numbers best thing they do i guess defensive passing efficiency they're number three they don't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback they only have three sacks so there will be opportunities for washington to put points on the board we discuss whether the commander's defense can be fixed in season and whether carson wentz is a better option than jimmy g in this week's dc sports huddle on wtop.com or wherever you get your podcasts the capitals open training camp with a roster tj she kind of likes you always miss the guys that are gone and the guys that aren't here but sometimes when you get four or five new faces, it kind of feels a little fresh after not having the success that we've wanted to have for a couple years in a row. The Caps' first exhibition game is Sunday at Capital One Arena. The Nationals were off, but the Orioles blanked the Astros with only a two-run single by Rugnet Odor, while Kyle Bradish struck out 10. He was one out shy of his first complete game shutout. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. 17 Friday morning on WTLP. Top stories we're following. We're a week away from a government shutdown deadline. A bill for West Virginia and a pipeline could put funding that deal at risk. Stay tuned. Special master overseeing the Mar-a-Lago documents investigating as investigation has more demands for President Trump's lawyers. The judge now asking them to support their accusations. The FBI may have planted evidence in the case. Referendum voting begins in areas of Ukraine this morning, held by Moscow to become part of Russia. And some good news for Bermuda this hour. Hurricane Fiona is not expected to make a direct hit on the island. Good morning. Friday morning, September 23rd, 418 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's check in now with Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. It has been a rugged, ragged Friday morning on the roads, and there's plenty more to come. Right now, we're watching the crash activity or watching, watching the diversion behind the crash activity on the outer loop in Virginia. Everyone diverting at exit 51 for Gallows Road. What lies beyond a crash between Gallows and the Little River Turnpike that's blocking all the lanes. Three vehicles involved, we understand. One of them sounds like it might be a tractor trailer. Before that point, there's crash activity lingering on the outer loop near Route 50, Arlington Boulevard, and it's supposed to be over on the left side. have not gotten it all clear on that one yet. On the rest of the Capitol Beltway, it's just work zone mania on the inner loop after Eisenhower Avenue. Two right lanes getting by. 
As you go through Tyson's after 123, it's two to the left to get by. You get your lanes back briefly. And then again after Georgetown Pike, two to the left getting by all the way to the Legion Bridge and the Potomac River. 66 looks like most of the work zones still intact. Coming out of Gainesville, eastbounders still finding uh, two left lanes getting by the ongoing work. The ramp at exit 44 for the Prince William Parkway may still be out of commission. I believe it still is. You get some lanes back for a while, passing Sudley Road in the Manassas Rest Area. Then you get to 29 Centerville, just beyond exit 52, down to a single left lane, and that will last till the Fairfax County Parkway. And then after Nutley Street, we were down to a single lane trying to get to the Capitol Beltway. Inside the Beltway, the work was near Route 7, and that was the left lane to get by. Westbounders coming from the Capitol Beltway before and after Nutley Street. It was one to the left to get by. And then after exit 57 for Route 50 at Fair Oaks, the single lane was past the work zone. On the Maryland side, we've been fairly quiet. We do still have wind rest- uh, wind warnings, I should say, in effect on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge and on the Harry Nisback Middleton Bridge. We go to the district and the crash investigation continues. DC 295 southbound. This is going to have everyone diverted at Burroughs Avenue. If you normally come into the district via 295 from Chevrolet, you're going to want a plan B, maybe New York Avenue, maybe more to your liking this morning. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Fall is here, and it's going to feel like it for the next couple of days. First off, your Friday morning, starting off with temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s. As we move on through the afternoon, highs only in the mid-60s, and that coming with rather breezy conditions. So you may need the uh, jackets during the day. Friday night, if you've got plans, maybe even Friday night football, take the coats for sure. You're talking about temperatures in the... 40s and 50s, and that's going to be the case early on Saturday morning. A very chilly start. Highs, though, in the afternoon around 74. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 57 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 61 in Crofton, 57 in Lofham Plaza, 57 in Holding at our nation's capital. Friday morning, September 23rd, this check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300 for New Look Home Design. Com. Check them out. Good morning. It's 421 on WTOP. It's a beautiful morning. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash womenfirst. The invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Summer travel for millions of American airline passengers was a nightmare this year due to unprecedented delays and cancellations. And consumer advocates say they want something done about this. This morning, consumer man Herb Weissbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, tells us how bad things were and what's being proposed right now. The airline industry simply wasn't prepared for the increased summer demand and took way too long to respond once that became obvious. On the worst days, up to 7% of all domestic flights were canceled, according to FlightAware. Here are the latest numbers from the Department of Transportation. The 10 largest domestic airlines canceled 3.1% of their flights in June. That's 18,500 flights. By comparison, in June, 
June of 2019, that's pre-pandemic. Those same carriers canceled 2.1 percent or 14,700 flights. American Airlines topped the list, canceling 4.4 percent of its flights in June. Delta canceled 3.9 percent. United canceled 3.5 percent. So as a result of all this disruption, the DOT was inundated with complaints. 5,800 complaints in June. That's up 35% from May. In August, a frustrated Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, sent a letter to airline executives, and he told them the level of disruption was, quote, unacceptable. Now, the airlines tried to blame bad weather and air traffic control problems, which were sometimes a factor. But in most cases, consumer advocates say flights were canceled because of staffing issues that the airlines knew about in advance. Just before Labor Day, DOT unveiled its interactive flight dashboard to make it easier for passengers to find out what the airlines would do for them when there's a cancellation or a delay. How is that going? Well, the airline customer service dashboard, which launched on September the 2nd, shows what the 10 major U.S. airlines and the regional operating partners say they will do for passengers, if possible, when a delay or cancellation as the airlines fall. This would include issues such as maintenance, equipment, or crew problems. Disruptions due to bad weather or air traffic control problems are not considered to be the airline's responsibility, so they're not required to do anything for you when that happens. In your checkbook story, Herb, you summarized what the carriers said they would do. What are the highlights there? Nine airlines, all but Allegiant, say they will give passengers meals or meal vouchers, not just snacks, when passengers have to wait more than three hours. All 10 airlines say they will book passengers at no cost on other flights when original flights are canceled or there are significant delays. Five airlines, American, Delta, Hawaiian, JetBlue, and United, say they will try to rebook stranded passengers following cancellations with other partner airlines at no additional cost. But remember, when the planes are full at peak travel times, like the upcoming fall and winter holidays, there may not be many seats available for rebooking, and you could be stranded for several days at the airport, as happened this summer. From your reporting, consumer advocates do not seem to be satisfied with the Department of Transportation's response. No, not at all. One called the dashboard, quote, lipstick on a pig. Because in most cases, what you'll find on the dashboard are customer service commitments for customers who request relief. They're not required by any federal rule or regulation. Only Delta has included its customer service guarantees in its contract of carriage. That's the legal agreement between the airline and the ticket holder. Consumerman Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, talking with our Dimitri Sotis. Read more and click away at our website, Search Airport. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP. You're listening to WTOP News. Her part of your money news at 25 and 55 on WTOP. I'm Bob Burke founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has... <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now. Available in the cold and cough aisle. Free. 
It's in our nature.